Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast in which we analyze Suicide Squad by each individual minute. My name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And my name is Nathan. You can also find me on social media at No Clutch Nate. And today we're talking about minute number 81, which is going to start with a Rick Flag clapback. And then the minute is going to end with Amanda Waller. Threatening. Doing a clapback? I think she's threatening. <laughs> It might, yeah, threatening. That, is a clapback a threat? A clap, no, um, yeah, I no, guess it it's not. could it's, be. It could be. Yeah, this is getting into some, uh, I don't even know what kind of. I don't of, really get into arguments with people ever, yeah. so I wouldn't know. I, I I think it's one of those, square can be a rectangle, but a rectangle yeah. cannot be a square. You ever thought about like someone, if you ever like get into like a roast I probably session? made that analogy four or five times on this podcast. Oh. Did we ever talk about Apollo 11? Apollo 11? Apollo 13. Apollo 11, I think, was the alien movie. What's the one with Tom Hanks uh, and thir- Kevin Bacon? 13? Oh, no, no. 11 is the real one. Okay. I think 13 is the bad alien one. All right. What about it? They had the thing. You got to fit a square pig into a round hole. And it was something about like the air square filtration. Pig. S- yeah. Square pig in a round hole. Where have I heard that before? Apollo the movie. Pig? <laughs> Not peg. Pig. Oh. It was you got to fit a square pig pig no it's a in, peg no right is that I the joke sp- i don't know if it's a peg or <laughs> it's I a peg it was, as in like the peg game as a child i thought it was pig oh <laughs> i think we might have had this conversation before uh, oh funny how these things all run in circles so um yeah this is a. Uh, I almost i gotta say overall i kind of love this minute i really do i really do I, like from start to finish there's good stuff from Rick Flag. There's good stuff from just the the emotional reactions of each member of the team, and uh, it's a it's a good Suicide Squad moment. It's a good Amanda all over uh, all like every single character. It's pretty good. But uh, yeah, what is your overall take on this minute? I like it, um, but at the same time, I feel like I remember when I watched it on. Like the first viewing, I was it, I, again. We talked last week that this was supposed to be like the aha moment, but I think it was very underwhelming. <clears throat> Maybe because I was expecting them to save Amanda Waller, and I don't, I don't know. The I'm not like as shook as the rest of the squad. The expectation, as we talked about last week, it it is um, expected, <laughs> like, and it doesn't subvert that expectation, like mm-hmm. it like it thinks it did. Um. But like past that, I think what makes it so good is is the follow up is the is the way that the characters are acting um, in in response to that. So like Captain Boomerang, like he seems like the killer he is mm-hmm. in in that in this scene. Um, he seems like that kind of person who like they're all a group of killers and they're staring at a person that they could easily kill and get out of here. And so they're not afraid of her, but neither is she afraid of them. And that's what makes it so good is there's like this Mexican standoff somewhat. Yeah. But because I think what works so well for this minute is that it's all close up shots of each character. And so it really has like this emotional weight, the way that they um, deliver their lines and such. There's something about it where you feel more drawn in. I think... um, what did you say when we first watched the minute? You said it was self-contained? That we yeah, said? self-contained. This minute itself is self-contained. 
I think so. It ended just as a good, it, this was a good minute, it, but it also <laughs> kind of is a little silly because it only takes less than 60 seconds for Amanda to walk out the team to realize that it's her and to have them gripe and the her get her threat over with and like move on. Less than 60 seconds. Which, yeah, it's less than 60 seconds. It Again, might, maybe atone to the underwhelming aspect. It might be, it might be, well, yeah, well, hmm, I'm trying to think like in terms of a movie pacing. Yeah, maybe a little, a little too short. But at the same time, it, it, it's also like a feat to Amanda Waller, where it's like, okay, impressive. Yeah. That you could stare down a bunch of criminals in under sixty seconds, be like, all right, y'all gonna do what I say yeah. still, and and this isn't the happy ending yet. And um, yeah, I um, think I think I found the um, the cause for the the orange glow from weeks ago at the top of the building, Mark. Is it the fire? I think it's this building that's on fire behind Boomerang. Yeah. So, like, I guess that would make sense if there's a, <laughs> there's the just the top of a building on fire that you can't see from looking down at an angle of the Ostrander building. That makes sense. But also, only the top of this building is on fire. It's a really cool still that you have it on right now of Captain Boomerang with this building on fire. Yeah. That's cool. That looks awesome. Well, the whole... But that, why is just the top floor yeah. of that building on fire? That whole shot where he's saying, yeah, let's get home. Let's go home. That sounds good. And like he... That's what I'm saying. Like, that's, that's good looking fire, man. That's a, that's good looking Captain Boomerang too. Yeah. Like that's... He's got the, the shaved sides and all that. Like that's original Suicide Squad where everything was like super hardcore and realistic and like it was a more serious film and this is a really good moment for Captain Boomerang it's menacing the fire behind him gives off that ominous um look it, like brings out the dark circles in his eyes and everything mm-hmm. it's a good um what's his name like Jay Jay Courtney Jay, Jay Courtney Jay Courtney um, Jay Courtney it's a good moment for him um it really sells the character off you don't really think of it as Jay Courtney but um yeah that's not the fire that Diablo did that's another building. Yeah. No, they're in the same building with the fire that Diablo used. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. it was just the one building that they had to get to. Which is weird, though. That means that there, yeah, there is a fire happening on that. Um, I don't know. Does fire stay on the same floor? I mean, I'm not going to, like, try and make a statement like, or, you know, like, oh, well, if it was on fire that long, the whole building should be on fire. I feel like it should start burning the floors and the floors... And the ceiling would be collapsing and causing, uh, yeah. And then dropping down yeah. and then embers start going. Yeah. If anything, it does It does go up. It's like yeah, it just does. But it's not like... Fire rises. I don't <laughs> I don't think if the top floor of a building's on fire, you're going to be like, all right, well, I'm just going to continue my work day because uh, only the top floor is on fire. <laughs> we all we have clean air <laughs> down here. Yeah. <laughs> all the smoke is going up. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, then that that fire right there in that building explains the illumination that was happening yeah. on the other one, which, like, I guess that's good uh, continuity. Con- continuity yeah. that didn't exist. Yeah, it's like it's almost like a piece of lore where it's like, oh, that building was illuminated because there's a building behind it that's yeah. on fire. It was on fire, and it's like. Could explain that to me. I, I guess, like, I, yeah. I, I I'm buying it now. Yeah. So, uh, question answered. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad we solved the mystery. Um, I hope someone does something with that fire. Good luck to you. Um, sorry, that's not the building we needed to go into. 
But um, yeah, uh, it's a very cool moment. I've always enjoyed this uh, scene here. I, I guess, yeah, it was underwhelming, the reveal of Amanda Waller. But it's, in my opinion, it's outdone by the intimidation uh, bit of Amanda Waller. Um, in the very beginning, though, um, Brick Flag kind of has this thing with Amanda Waller where she says, like, um, they weren't supposed to know anything. Um, and and he says to her, yeah, don't worry. I've, I've buried my mistakes, too. And it's like... Um, <laughs> It's almost like a Batman moment, like that's like I could from who from Amanda, no from Rick Flag oh. where he goes yeah, I've, he's like oh don't worry I've buried my mistake I've tried to bury my mistakes as well, and it to me it's like that's something Batman would say to her like in in terms of this kind of conspiracy um, like ex- trading experiences and, and hiding conspiracies it seems like something Batman would be like likely to tell her because it is a it is a conversation where Rick Flag wins. He gets the last laugh as he walks out of that room, and so it's a good moment for Rick Flag. It, um, like I said, like this whole um, minute seems like it's part of the what it would be the elusive, real version of this film. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that's a conversation that keeps getting repeated, but it does seem very cohesive and like you said very standalone very mm-hmm. self-contained it is one of those type of yeah, things yeah i would agree that with that um one of the coolest things that amanda waller does not only does she flash that phone um warning them <laughs> that they've gotten this far don't get cocky now um is the fact that the person that tries to defend her is katana which this kind of proves where ka- katana kind of her allegiances like we were always like yeah she doesn't have a bomb in her neck she, like yeah she works for rick flag but also works for uh amanda waller so she probably is an agent of argus meaning that she's not uh, a suicide squad member she doesn't have a bomb in her neck it's kind of like an important tell but yeah overall a really good minute i liked it i thought it was good um Amanda like kind of holds Katana back because once the threats start going around, she's going to step up and I guess pull her sword out. Um, <clears throat> I think they made it a clear point to show that uh, uh, what's his name? Slipknot. Slipknot <laughs> Rest is, in peace. Yeah, is gone. Yeah, he's no longer on the phone. Um, which is funny. Um, but also foreshadowing, flashing the phone to things that are going to happen next. So those phones are in use. Killer Clock. Killer Croc was looking really good in this. I'm trying to find the shot. He was sitting on the chairs right right before this. Right before? Yeah. yeah he was looking really good there. It's something about the the fire is doing a really good natural lighting. Yeah. For this this scene. I like how like color graded it is. How orange? Yeah, I yeah. I like that. I like that kind of color the color of that natural lighting. Mm-hmm. It's not so colory, it's not so poppy, it's not it's not too um like yeah, bright. There's a couple lamps on. Um, oh yeah, there are lights. I'm guessing the top floor has its own like power source because she was able to have power oh, in yeah, her yeah, room yeah. and everything. So. Like we said before, just like it is a safe room. Probably yeah. it's like this whole building is a facade. Um, so she she is wearing this uh, outfit, and I think some other people had brought up that um, it's the same outfit that she was wearing at the Cicada restaurant. But it's 
it's in the same scene that has the fixed haircuts, the 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 serious scenes. So it's almost like okay, well, if the cicada scene was filmed and she's wearing the same outfit, is this where she was originally wearing the outfit? And then like when they had to do the cicada scene again, just to do exposition again, where they like, well, this is her outfit. You might as well just put this suit back on, and then we'll we'll come back. I don't you know. know what I mean. you yeah, know what I mean? I get what you mean, but I don't know. Someone brought it. One of our guests brought it up that it's a little silly to to not have wardrobe changes when you have a movie with this kind of budget and this kind of costume and everything like that. I don't think this is the same night as a cicada restaurant. It's not. Maybe it's like a week later or something like that. So no, like she I guess has to go travel, get the Suicide yeah. Squad, go present the team, go. I so maybe she does is just a travel busybody and only carries a few suits with her. Maybe she just never stopped traveling. Maybe yeah. she was like, present the Suicide Squad or yeah. have dinner, present the Suicide Squad with you know national security. Then go to Louisiana, and then there was, like, no sleeping. <laughs> yeah. Just sleeping. Well, there was one sleeping, because she was asleep when Enchantress went, went into her closet. Enchantress stole all her clothes. But yeah. Threw it out probably. the window. You can't break the windows in hotels or something. <laughs> so she just teleported them yeah. into the subway. She uh, made a couple trips to Goodwill. Yeah. She snuck out, came back, snuck out again, came back, snuck out again. Yeah. So three times. Mm-hmm. One third time just to throw the clothes away. Yeah. She's going to have a hell of a write-off on her taxes this year. Is that a thing? For donating to I don't know what Goodwill, you, yeah. Dude, I don't know what you can get as a write-off. It's like, I tried doing that, and the person was just like, nah, you don't own a house. You can't do that. Well, yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> I donated all that stuff for nothing? Um, but, I mean, just you could have you you wrote, wrote off, like, equipment for this. All these things. No way. We're LLC, buddy. Could have done that. Any sort of audio equipment. I mean, like, it's pennies on the dollar, but it's still technically a write-off. I think. I don't know how any of that works. Yeah. If you do, let us know. Um, no. What? I don't hey, know. Hey, if you got tax advice, send us in. <laughs> Just talk to us, please. We'll talk about anything. Um, no, that's all I have for this one. It's a... Good moment. Will Smith is very reclusive in this one. Yeah, because he's like he's got to be like, all right, you got to talk. You got to talk to them. He already knew what's happening. He already knows the situation. He yeah. already knows not to fuck with her. I get the one fuck. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, you don't have to say it every time. I have to, I have to remind them. Because when I mess up, that's how I. <laughs> when it slips, I have to say. I have to follow up. You with have it. to acknowledge it. All yeah. right. Um. Okay, well, then we're going to go ahead and wrap up for today. If you enjoyed everything you heard, you can find us on all social media at uh, DCEU Minute and the Facebook group, the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society, where you can chat with us, other guests who have been on the show, and other listeners. Talk about today's minute or any minute you're catching up on, and we'll catch you guys tomorrow for minute number 82 of Suicide Squad.